Today on the Doc on the Run podcast, we're talking about the three steps you can use to help your friends start running. So the big question is this, how are runners like us who don't like hearing doctors say, just stop running, who know that we simply have to stay active, how do we heal in a way that lets us stay strong, maintain our running fitness, and keep preparing for the next race, and still heal without making the injury worse? Well, that is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Dr. Christopher Segler, and welcome to the Doc on the Run podcast. You know, just a few minutes ago, I was on an interview with HCC TV, and I was invited to uh, appear on a recurring segment that actually talks about running injuries and running in general. And this morning, we had our first episode. I was getting interviewed by Todd Duplantis, and this is a live stream uh, uh, program that they have at uh, HCC TV. And what we're talking about is the three steps that it takes for somebody to begin running. And in that episode, I was basically talking to members of their, their viewing audience about, you know, what they could do, how they could start running. And what I really think it takes for anybody to start running, who's not actually a runner. So if you're a follower of the doc on the run podcast, and you're a longtime runner, this isn't really for you, but it's a way that you can help your friends because I still have lots of friends that call me, in fact, one of my friends just recently decided after maybe 20 years of not running at all, he decided this year to take up a running program. And so he called me for advice and he told me what his plan was. And his plan was a terrible plan. It was one that was actually really setting him up for failure instead of success. And so this morning during the interview, I was talking about the idea of you know somebody who's just really going to start running. And if you're a runner, this might be helpful for you because I'm sure that your friends come to you for advice on what to do, how to start running and all that. And we have to remember that, you know, running can be tough at the beginning. It's kind of hard to go out and see these people running gracefully, running hard, running fast and feeling like we don't really fit in. And so that's really what I was talking about today. So the, the three steps that I think can really help anyone start running and the things that you can communicate to your friends are really simple. You know, the first thing is that, you know, you've got to remove all the barriers to running. And one of the best things about running is that there are no barriers. All you have to do is go out the door and move on two feet faster than when you're walking. That's really it. I mean, you know, of course, if you follow all these people on Instagram, all these elite runners, you may think that you need to look like Kim Conley or Kara Goucher or Emma Coburn, one of these really graceful Olympic level runners. And well, that's not us. That's not all of us. And it's certainly not us when we start running. If you get a running magazine and you start looking through that, trying to get ideas on about running, you get confused. You think you need a $250 Gore-Tex lightweight jacket and a $500 GPS watch and some carbon fiber shoes and all this other stuff. And you don't need that. You just need to go out the door. And so in preparation for this interview, what I did was this morning to show people that you can remove all these barriers. I got up and I put on some running shoes that I bought before I went on a vacation with my family. So I remember exactly when I bought them and I bought them uh, 26 months ago. So they are old. I ran on them until they were worn out. I have used them to, uh, you know, work on projects around the house and stuff like that, but I don't run in them anymore, but I did this morning. So I put them on, I went out, I ran in the dark. I didn't have a fancy headlight. I did not take a GPS watch. I wore a t-shirt that was 15 years old and I wore running shoes that were worn out that were 26 months old. And I went for a short run. Now, should you tell your friends to train for a marathon in those shoes? 
Absolutely not. But they can run in old shoes and still go for their initial runs. And your initial runs are going to be easy on your body because you're not capable of running very long distances at the beginning. So step number one is to tell your friends that you got to have the courage to start. You know, all you have to do is put on some shoes and go out the door and pick a goal. If you tell them to go for 30 minutes, explain to them, say, you're not going to be able to run with me at my pace for 30 minutes. You're not going to be able to run for 30 minutes. But your goal is to go and finish 30 minutes at what is an average pace that's faster than a walking pace. So if you go out and walk for 20 minutes and you run for 10, you're definitely going faster than a walking pace. So if they go out and they run for one minute and they walk for two minutes and they do that 10 times, they've gone for a 30 minute run. So step one is to tell them to make a commitment to, to pick a day, either today or tomorrow, put on some shoes, don't go buy new shoes, don't go buy a new GPS watch, don't do anything that's gonna hamper the process and then have them go for a 30 minute run, a walk run, something easy. Give them a routine that you think is gonna be helpful and tell them to go do it. Now step two is where it starts to get tricky, but this is crucially important, I think, for people who want to run and become runners. And step two is to tell them that when they get done with the run, to take a post-it and write on it, you are a runner, and put it on their mirror. So that you actually know that you went for a run, that makes you a runner. End of story. You do not have to have a marathon finisher medal. You do not have to have an Ironman medal. You do not have to win a race. You do not have to have a, a t-shirt that says you finished the turkey trot. You don't have to have anything other than that thing on your mirror that says you are now a runner. And that will help them, you know, get some encouragement and start to identify as a runner and start to run a little bit more. And it'll help. And then step three is where it gets tricky. Step three is where you tell them, okay, what I want you to do is I want you to go for your run. I want you to put the post-it note on your mirror. And step three is to call somebody who would be proud of you for doing that. Call your friends, one of your, your mom, anybody, somebody that you know would be proud of you for taking that step and actually going out the door and doing that first 30 minute run. So you tell one other person that you went for a run. Now, in terms of the homework, those are the three things. The extra credit, it actually gets tougher. So when you tell somebody, hey, you know what? I went for a run today. I'm gonna to start running and now I'm a runner. And when they say, that's awesome, congratulations, man, that is so cool. Your task is to keep your mouth shut. Unless you say, you're right, I'm awesome. That's the only thing you're allowed to say. You cannot say, whoa, 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 whoa. yeah, but I, I, you know, I walked for 20 minutes and only ran for 10 and I kind of broke that up or I ran really, really slow or I actually felt like it hurt or I walked more than I ran. Every single person passed me, none of that. You have to just say, I went for a run, now I'm a runner. And when they say they're proud of you, you have to be proud. That's what you should tell them to do. So I think those are the three best steps you can give anybody as advice to start running. So if you have a friend who calls you and they're thinking about running because they want to be like you, that's what you should tell them to do. Listen, if you just got injured, you need to take action right now. And if you've been injured and you're not getting better and you need to figure out what to do to get back to running and keep training and not lose all your running fitness, you need to take action. But the thing that you really need to do more than anything else is probably not what you really think. Most of the runners who call me are looking for some magical solution or something that they can do to make them run even when they're injured that is going to be magical. And there is no such magic, but there is something you can do and I'm going to show you exactly how to do it. 
Now, I made something for you that's a three-day training. It's free, and it's how to fast-track your running injury in record time. Now, during this free three-day training, what I'll show you is, number one, what I learned when I got injured in medical school and why it was wrong, what I learned when I got injured right before an Ironman race that was right, and the third thing I'm going to show you is the five-step process that worked for me that can work for you, too. So there are five things that you're going to learn. Number one, can you run right now and not lose your running fitness? Number two, how can you figure out how bad the injury is right now? How can you remove the confusion that's caused by inflammation right now? And how can you reduce the tissue stress so you can train now? And then how to safely test, retest, and keep running. Now, again, this is a free training. It's free. You don't have to pay anything. It's three days, but you're going to get immediate access if you just go to docontherun.com slash fast track. And I'm going to show you how to fast track your running injury. So go to docontherun.com slash fast track and grab your seat now. I'll see you in the training.